Hey guys, welcome to the Victoria Lurie podcast. I'm your host, Victoria Lurie. Today we have a special guest. I have Emily here with me. How are you today, Emily? I am doing good staying inside like the rest of America, but you know, I'm doing good. I'm glad to be here. Good, I'm so happy to have you. So today we are talking about the importance of female relationships. You know that saying, that everyone has said since we were young, men are from Mars and women are from Venus. I feel like we as females are inherently different from men. We think differently, we act differently, solve problems differently, and more emotionally driven. Would you agree with that? I would. And I think it's kind of funny that you say that just because, you know, girls mature way before men and so we do <laughs> you know we have to kind of stick together in the sense that there's men who are even 40 years old where i'm like you are 12. so i think you know having really good female relationships keeps us not only sane but are is like a foundation to help us get through life i definitely agree and i feel like when women when we get together, we gush about our relationships with our boyfriend, our, our girlfriend, and or wife or husband. We talk about our family drama. We rely on each other, not only for shopping excursions, but also to share our deepest, darkest secrets that our significant other doesn't want to hear. And if you are a female, no matter what your age is, you need to treasure your girlfriends for as long as possible because they are the backbone of our support system. And I fully believe that our girlfriends, you know, they are our support system. They help you through life's trials. You know, they're there for you when you achieve something great or when you go through like a really bad breakup, like your friends are there for you. And I love having strong female relationships. Amen. I think that, uh, you know, like just what you were saying, we, um, and we as females too, you know, we exaggerate about some pretty insignificant things, but you know, to have a girlfriend exaggerate over that same insignificant thing with you sometimes means the world, uh, you know, or, you know, it could be a simple, you know, it's kind of cliche, but being like the whole, like, oh, I broke a nail, but kind of like on that same, you know, uh, Playing. Right. Uh, playing like playing field of, you know, like being able to just kind of complain about, you know, simple things um, that are going on and having someone to just empathize with and, you know, kind of just like be a soundboard to whatever it may be going on in life, whether it's something small or whether it's, you know, something huge. I mean, you right. know, like your, your mom passed away or, you know, just the big and little things. Like they are you know, important, not only to like our mental, but sometimes even our physical health too. And it's, we crave social connection, um, like we do, um, like when we need, when we're hungry and we need to eat, we get like the same kind of, you know, response to connect. And right. I think it's important to maintain that always. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I remember um, a couple years ago, I went on a date with a um, older gentleman and I had him pick me up from my house and I'm really big on my safety. And ever since that day, I 
um, don't let anyone pick me up unless like I know them personally. But um, I went to a college basketball game and he started to be very physical. Um, he actually bruised my um, upper arm because he was so aggressive, um, was cussing at me, he got super drunk. And I snuck out to the bathroom because I was scared. And I called my friend and I'm like, Bailey, I'm like, you need to come and pick me up. I am petrified. And this was like at 1130 at night. And um, maybe, actually no, it wasn't 1130. It was like more like 930, 10 o'clock. And she came with her husband and her they both brought their their guns because they thought it was going to get like that physical because he was very physical with me and i was in tears um the police were had to come because they were obviously there for security and having wow. her support meant the world to me just because like i don't know like what if he did take me home and he tried to do something to me worse than what he did to me at the at the basketball game so like having a friend like that, I feel like they are the root of your foundation in that relationship. You know, they're oh, the ones that will be with you through thick and thin. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. girl, she saved my life because that date was horrendous. Like I will never forget that. And I'm like, this is why I'm not going to date someone who's literally 20 years older than me. <laughs> Well, I mean, and I, you know, I do that all the time too, you know, um, throughout college as well, but having girlfriends, you know, you come up with code words mm -hmm. and you, uh, or, you know, you, you say, Hey, can you call me in five minutes? Because I need to get out of the situation. Right. You know, and they, they play along with it, you know? They'll pretend that their mom just died. They'll be hysterically crying and needing you to be at right. their side right now because you're in an uncomfortable situation. And, you know, it, it, in a sense, yeah, like, I have friends. I would absolutely take a bullet for it. Oh, know? same here. 100%. They, you know, they reciprocate the kind of effort that we put in. Um, and those are things that, like, yeah, like you said, like, she saved your life and you know in retrospect maybe you know you think of it yeah you in the in the worst possible scenario that that could have happened you know and you felt the you know you felt the precursors of it being in a bad situation and you had a friend come save your life and that those are the kinds of relationships that we do need i agree um, to feel safe and secure. And when we don't have those, you know, I think it, 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 it just, it, it affects us all around. But, you know, we also just need friends, period, you know, to, um, we are social beings, like from our, the very beginning, you know, we are, we need human interaction. Right. Babies cannot survive without being touched or having, um, you know, I mean, other than the fact that they literally need someone to feed them in order for right. them to survive. But, you know, via science, you know, animals that, or humans that haven't had like the physical, human connection, yeah, interaction don't 
and that does well. And I think that, you know, while that's like a bigger idea, it can absolutely be reflected into our lives and our friendships. And when we don't have strong ones, it does affect us. Right. And sometimes even on a much bigger scale. Right. I agree. And I feel like when a young child, you know, I watch documentaries on Netflix and when a child knows no love, you know, they don't get that, that hug or that good night kiss or good morning kiss. Like when they're so used to being like neglected at that age, when they get older and someone does show them that affection, they're like, whoa, like I'm not used to this. And then they're going to like push that person away. And that's why I feel like when, when we're children, like we need that human interaction like we need to build those strong friendships you know I've had friends who I met in second grade who I talk to now and I'm almost 30 years old like having that foundation and having that friendship is so refreshing you know when I meet people a few years ago who are now my best friends I'm like okay like you came in my life at the at the right time God put you in my life for this reason and when people connect like that I feel more empowered you know what I mean like when two people come from a loving home the friendship is extremely it's better right you know what I mean and and, you know but too I think I think that I agree with that but I also you know I've had friends come from broken homes and then once you yourself are able to give them right the love and affection maybe that they were looking for like they can be just it's like the same i think it, it it's more of a, like a love and affection type thing but i i do understand what you mean in that regard um and i think right now too it it we have to find those alternatives as well you know? right because we can't physically touch our friends um and give them a hug and i just know that first know, hug is going to hit so different <laughs> oh my gosh, I am so, my first hug is going to be my mom, and I live with her, uh, but she is, she's a nurse, and she uh, works at, I think, one of the busiest hospitals, the busiest ER here in the state of Arizona, and so, you know, she's, you know, kind of, she, she's on the front lines, and so, you know, we just don't hug, and we keep our distance, you know, as much as possible, but, right. Um, when we hug, we just, you know, we just kind of like hug ourselves and then you right. know, air hug, air right. pass it on to each other, you know, or just, you know, like pat over our heart and then, you know, just like kind of just like, you know, air five, air pass it over, you know, right. Um, but you know, and I know my mom, you know, like she's a big hugger and my mom's oh, know, girl, like, me too. <laughs> my, best my mom's one of my best, like one of my best friends, and, you know, we do a lot of things together and um even being able to like live together and not being able to like hug her because like I know for her like that's big for her um is to like have those that kind of connection and to not I know is really difficult and I think people especially in this time I think maybe not intentionally but um you know subconsciously are Taking that as like a lack of not being wanted by your friends, right, or not being accepted in that kind of sense, um, and things that you know, um, 
that we do need, you know. One of the love languages, you know, and, and I is physical to touch. That is my love language. Touch. Yep, one of mine too. You know, and I'm not a really touchy person, but you know, with you know, um, in my past relationship, I've only had one very serious one, and he, you know, it wasn't like he needed to like be all over, you know, touching, you know, my face or you know, but it was just <laughs> simple like right holding my hand or like having you know his just even just like sitting right next to each other or like you know me flinging a leg over you know his leg just something you know minor and we don't get to do that right and and for very good reasons and i firmly believe in all these you know social distance things um and rules because i think you know from what we do see it's helping and i'm not trying to get into the medical part of it but right i think it's, but I think it is important to know because it's directly associated with this. Right. And why we can't be with our friends. Right. Um, and why it's a good thing that we're not with our friends because it's showing, there's proof that it's helping flatten this curve that, you know, we keep hearing about. Right. And I know it's an annoying thing because that's all we're, we really are hearing about, but I think it's important to note too that while it is emotionally taxing, it's doing what we need right. in order to get back to those things that we so long to do for our friends and our loved ones right. sooner. Right. Because if we don't do those things, then we kind of, you know, it's going to extend it. Corners. Yeah, it's going to make it even longer. Right. Um, you know, and that's not to say, I mean, there are people out there who aren't doing it perfectly. There's people I know who throw parties and, you know. Yeah, your neighbors, right? I, I remember. Now. Yeah, and like, I feel like with, with the whole quarantine, like, I'm an extrovert. So I am suffering so hard. Like, I'm, I'm lucky enough that my job is deemed essential. Like, I go into work. I work for Amazon. So... I go there and I get to talk to my coworkers, but I can't be the social butterfly that I want to be. Like I can't hug my coworkers. I can't even like sit with them at lunch because it's it's they're they're so strict. And I get it. Like I get the I get why they're strict. Obviously, like there's been tons of cases throughout all the Amazons where people have been affected. So I get it. But I am I am struggling but I'm also learning about myself I'm a single girl I live alone you know but I'm learning so much about who I am and I feel like once I'm out of this whole stay-at-home order I'll be a better person I'll be a, like a better friend because like yeah not saying my friends I'm like okay I'm going crazy like how are they holding up how are they how are they coping you know like my friends are all my friends are in relationships. They're engaged or married. I'm like, so they have somebody like, how are they coping? How is it affecting their relationship? And right. it, it, I mean, it does, it does suck. You how know, they like, not killed their significant Right, husband? like I'm always they're FaceTiming my friends. <laughs> like, yo, have you not killed your husband yet? Like, <laughs> or your kids? Yeah, yeah, you know, and I think um, through this, I and mean, you make a good point, because you're like, how is everyone else getting through? And you know, and you're saying too, I mean, you just made a couple great, just like little points that I think should absolutely be talked about is um, how our friends are getting through. And and even if, 
you know, they are in a relationship or they have kids. Like that doesn't mean that they're doing great because they've got other people in their life. Right. You know, for all we know, it could be, it could be, you know, it could be like your friend who's got, you know, three kids, you know, and her husband and two dogs. But that friend, and she could be the she could be the glue, the one holding it all together. And how is she doing? Like, is she okay? Right. And we have to check on all of our friends, and I think that's on all of them, every single one. I I know for me, and this isn't like a a boasting thing, but I know for me, I'm the strong one. I've always been like the strong friend, and my friends are checking on me, and I need it. Right. And that's like, I need that. Like I, I need it. Right. And I am not one to ever ask for help, but you know, because I've always kind of thought of it as like, not necessarily, well, I guess, yeah, I've always maybe thought of it as a sign of weakness, but it's not. It's not. We all need help. We all need help. We as, as, as human beings could not survive alone. I mean, maybe. I agree. But I don't want to try. Right. And um, we have to check up on all of our friends. And, you know, I personally am a very independent person. And I do a lot of almost everything for myself. But I know my friends aren't. And for me, it's been like a weird thing to like be talking to all of my friends every day and checking up on, you know, maybe not the same friend every day, but you know, different friends, you know, every day, you know, just being like, how are you doing? What can I do? Like, if you need me, like, let's FaceTime later. Right. And for me, it's going to have been a different thing, but I know for some, that's everything for them. Right. And we need to keep doing that because we have, like, now we have to do it together. It has to be a together thing because we have to take out certain aspects that we have been programmed. Our brain has been programmed to take as like this acceptance from our friends, but we no longer get that. Right. And so we have to find those alternatives. Right. And I think those alternatives is maybe, you know, maybe before, maybe six months ago, that would have been an annoying thing. Like, dude, why are you texting me every day asking me if I'm okay or I need anything? Like, I'm fine. Right. But now, no, because a lot of us are not fine. And you want to know what? That's okay. It is okay. It's more than okay. Because no one really is. We are all going through it in some aspect, in some form. We are grieving something. We're missing out on something. Something got canceled. Right. We lost the job. We're financially not doing okay. Or we're, we are deemed essential and we maybe not want to be essential right we don't want to go to work right you know and so we're all struggling in some in some shape or form and um yeah it's 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 a difficult you know it's it's new it is and i think in a way it's gonna be a norm um for for a for a time right for a good for a good period of time this isn't this isn't a a it's not gonna go away overnight i feel like it's like like you just said, like, it's going to be here for, like, a long time. Like, I, like, my summer, like, unfortunately, like, it has been ruined. Like, I had all these concerts planned. I had vacations planned, you know, and this whole quarantine has definitely played a huge, a huge effect. 
And, but I feel like once everything is over, we're going to be like, why? It's, it's just going to hit differently. Like we're taking so many things for granted. Oh, yeah. And I feel like this is definitely helping us. It's kind of like a huge reality check. Oh, well. You yeah, know what I mean? mean like. Oh, oh, Lord, Lord, yes. I mean, in so many aspects, too, of, you know, uh, you know, and that's a completely different topic, but the environment, how, how many, how clean, cleaner our air is. Right. Did you see that picture of LA? Over. Yes. Like before the quarantine, you see like all, it was like, it's kind of like a, like a yellow grayish. And then after the stay at home, it's, it's, it's like clear. I was just like, oh my God. It's like the Bob Ross painting. Yes. I saw that and I'm just like, holy shit. Like it is, it is working, you know? And it shows us that when we collectively can all make a change, it has positive effects. Right, exactly. Exactly. And like, I, I feel like once I'm, I'm really hoping once all of this is over, we don't go back to the same bullshit that we were on. Like we take, no. we God, no. hug our friends differently. We hug our family differently. We act differently. We're nicer to each other. You know, like I know people who have died from COVID-19. I, yeah. I know people who are, who got past um, COVID-19. Um, so like, when some of my friends who have been tested positive are better, I'm just like, oh my God, like I just want to give you a hug. Like I, I kind of took you for granted. You know what I mm -hmm. mean? Like, so I'm just, I don't even know. <laughs> like I well, want things to be so different after this is over. I don't know either, you know, like this whole time, like, you know, and that was a point that I didn't even get to talk about, but I, you just, you segued right back into it. It's like this idea of we have also this time alone. Right. For this personal self individual growth. And I think that too is important. Right. Because in order for us as human beings to be truly happy, is to be happy with ourselves first. Exactly, I completely and agree with I that. I plenty of people who rely on others for their happiness, and that is not how we do it. Right. Ever. Right. Period. That's not an argument. Right. Like my, my friend told me today, you know, like we were talking a couple hours ago about like, dating you know and i'm like okay i'm single you know like there's some guys out there i'm like damn they're like they're really attractive obviously like, i don't want to like shoot my shot just because like <laughs> i don't know how they're going to respond you know like i'm i like i obviously like i don't want to use quarantine as an excuse i'm like okay well if i can talk to this person through quarantine you know and see how they're doing and how they're coping how they're handling things like that makes me happy to hear like they're they're doing okay but like like you said like you have to learn to be happy with yourself to build those strong relationships whether they're with like girlfriends or 
with a man, you know, like I quarantine know. definitely has taken a toll on my dating life. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean mine too. And you know, my mom um, is divorced and she's single and you know, we, um, you know, this is, I'm not trying to bring politics in here whatsoever, but we, we wait, we have like, when she has her days off, we, my mom and I will go, we walk because we need, we need fresh air. And same with gyms closed and everything, we need a way to exercise. Um, so we walk a long way. Sometimes like the other day we walked like seven miles and we came home and we were like, wow, we're tired. I <laughs> mom, we live in Arizona. It was like 80 degrees out and we walked for like an hour and a half and we walked over seven miles. Like right. because we were in the sun and we exercised. But you also that. have to think too, no. like, like I, I actually just went on a walk about two weeks ago and we left around one o'clock and didn't get back to like 4.30, five o'clock. And when I was, I was so yeah. tired. Like I was past exhausted. And I'm like, why am I so tired? Like I, my job is very physical, but staying at home and not being able mm -hmm. to do anything, your body just gets used to it. Because a couple months right. ago, back in February, I had, I had surgery and I was off of work for a month because I obviously couldn't drive because of the medication I was on. Mm -hmm. So being stuck at home even longer, even before the stay at home order has come, like I'm going crazy. Like I like, I get so tired doing the simplest tasks and I'm just like, what is wrong with me? Because my body's just so used to like staying indoors, you know, like I, I go crazy. I'm like, I am so tired of watching Hulu and Netflix. Like I'm going, I'm going that shit. Right. Well, and, <laughs> you know, and like I was saying, like my mom and I, because you know, quarantine is, is weird. Like we literally organize our day around the Como brothers when Andrew Cuomo, the governor of New York, talks in the morning, and then when his younger brother, Chris Cuomo, is on CNN on prime time. Like, we we, we think they're, they're very attractive individuals, but also yes. smart. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's like my mom and I. Like, we organize our day because he talks at, like, noon, you know, uh, Eastern time, and we're on Pacific time, so we are up at 6 a.m. to go on our walk so that we're home. And time to watch it. Before starts talking. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. That's what that's what we have here in Ohio. We have wine with DeWine. He comes on at two o'clock, and I'm in I'm in a group on Facebook, and we literally have like a bottle of wine. I mean, I don't drink a bottle a day because normally I'm at work, but like on the days that I'm off, I open a bottle of wine. I watch you know our governor speak, and all the other guests, and I just like listen. I've learned so much. I'm just like, oh my gosh. And then you know right. when. Trump speaks, you know, like obviously like I have my wine too because like I, I want to know <laughs> I, I want to know everything, you know, I want to hear from both Republican side and the Democratic side, you right. know, just about what's going on because like that's how I base like my opinion on a lot of things. <laughs> oh, I think that's the, that's the best way to go about it, you know, but you know, and I think, you know, it's important to note as well, you know, for me, I guess during, you know, my quarantine has been making face masks for the for the individuals on the front line and for families. So that's been consuming a large chunk of my time and I love it. I'm like, I'm, I'm great with my sewing machine and I know how to sew very well. So I'm it's terrible. Been, 
it's been a blessing. It's, you know, it's, it's a blessing that, you know, I'm able to use that talent to be able to help others. Right. Um, and I actually, you know, haven't been able to watch much of like Hulu or Netflix. Um, but I do call my friends often and I'm like, when was the last time you got up? Like, how long have you been scrolling on TikTok? What episode are you I'm, I'm guilty. You I'm guilty of scrolling off? through TikTok. <laughs> we all are, but like, there are times where I'm like, all right, you're getting your ass up. I'm turning on music and you are standing up and we're going to dance around for like five minutes. Yep. I, I, I danced it out like Christina and, and Meredith <laughs> from Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. You know, like, I, I, I'm like, I'm like, let's dance it out. I'm, I could be in my kitchen, in my bedroom, jamming oh, to I'm Tech 9 or whatever, like, just going crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it depends on, like, it depends on the day. But, like, yeah, I could, I could get, I could get down some, like, hardcore rap or, you know, or maybe it's country or maybe it's a little bit, not EDM, but, like, some of, like, yeah, I guess it's kind of EDM, but like I can't do the EDM that's just noise. It has to right. have like words in it. Right. But you know what I mean? Just it's like feel good music where you right. just like you get up and you want to move your body, you know? Right. And but when we're stuck inside, like we don't know what else to do other than like nap or like do or eat. Right. But you know, I've easily gained weight time. during this whole quarantine. I'm like, God, when my friends see me for the first time and we actually go out, they're gonna be like, What? <laughs> You know, right. Like, like people are, and I, you know, you are just doing, you are throwing out the points like crazy. Who cares? Right. If you gain weight, who cares if you lost weight? Who cares? You know, how everybody is dealing with quarantine is okay. Right. I mean, if you're starting to develop super unhealthy habits, no, I'm not condoning that. But how we're coping is how we're coping. Right. And no one should be shunned for that at all. And right. if you're gaining weight, that's, I mean, like, there's only so much you can do inside. Right. My mom and I, my mom, my mom's more athletic than I am. And I'm sometimes the most athletic person I know. So, it, I mean, I guess, whatever, I got it from my mama. But <laughs> she was saying that her back was hurting because at work. And my mom's a lanky little thing. She's like, I mean, we, we we look like twins, to be honest, but she's just like this lanky little, like, 5'3", 120 pounds, like, but she does yoga like it's nobody's business. And she can do these wacky, incredible handstands, and she's got a six-pack, and it's like, how? Okay, girl, I'll how, see you. How? I think, how? But she was saying that her back was hurting because she hasn't been able to be doing those things. So my mom and I, and we don't have a lot of room in our apartment, we were doing an ab workout and we are throwing this bag, like this two pound bag of rice back and forth at each other. Right. Because we didn't have weights. But that's such, but that's such a good bonding weight. experience for you guys. You know what I mean? Like you guys are, like that's kind of like a memory. And like, now that you say that, like I think of things like, I don't have kids, I have nephews. And mm -hmm. my oldest nephew, He's seven and he can't go to school. So let's say in like 15 years from now, you know, we're all sitting at dinner and let's say I bring up, remember that time we were under quarantine and how like crazy it was? How we are perceiving things is completely different from my nephew. My nephew's gonna be like Auntie Victoria. Like I remember 
my my mommy and my daddy, you know, playing games with me, teaching me how to play Xbox, they're going to learn their 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 minds are completely different. Like they're thinking of it as a positive more than we are, you know, and it's such like a great bonding time, you know, for family and, and for like your friends, you know, like I'm FaceTiming my friends. I'm like, girl, like I miss you. Like, obviously, like, I want to, like, I want to, like, give you a hug, you know, like, I want to go out to dinner and go get Mexican and go sit on the patio and get drunk off margaritas at five o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday, you know, like, you know what I mean? Well, it's things, too, where you can feel close, you know, and, you know, ways that I feel like I have been able to really, you know, still connect with my girlfriends and... I get that in a time like this, money can be really tight. Right. Um, and so you have to find alternatives. But how I how I've done it a couple of times is like I've Amazon um, them like food, like certain food or like Instacart or something. Yeah, and then they and then and then we like we'll watch the same movie together. Right. We're facetiming or we're you know we're texting during it, eating the same food, watching the same movie. So even if we're not there, right, we're there experiencing the same thing. And, you know, is that ideal? No. Does it work? For the circumstances we're under? Yeah. And we have to make it work. And I think, too, another massive, and by massive, I mean, like, huge. Maybe, like, top two. I don't even... For me, it's my top one. Right. Is your mindset and yep. how you look at it all together. Pure, like, point blank. Like, that's my number one. No one could change my mind. Is how you look at this situation. You could look at it as like, this sucks and hate this. This is bad and I don't like it. And like, you know, and I do, I mean, I guess I'm a human and sometimes I am like that. Right. But if we look at it in a positive light for what the circumstances are, that's how our body's going to respond to. And, you know, if we're like, you know what? This is inevitable. Like, me complaining about it isn't going to change anything. No. Right. But me saying, you know what? I'm going to take this time and I'm going to call my best friend that I, you know, my best friend, my my best best friend, who I've known since I was four, we lived across the street from each other, but now she lives in Israel. And like, be able to like, I don't get to talk to her because like time difference, like she's like 7,000 miles away. Being able to talk to her and being able to like reconnect with her and talk to friends that maybe haven't talked to in a long time and being able to find the good, the silver lining, the in everything right oh you you know and i know people don't get the luxury of being able to do some of those things but i know that's been a pivotal part of like how i've been just successful period in my life in general right is being able to asphyxiate my mindset of gratitude and appreciation even if it's a shitty circumstance right because how you you respond to things that happen is everything 
and I, I mean, you're I, responsible for your own actions. Some people will hear that as being minute and small, but it has such big power in it. Like waking up and just even waking up in the morning. Hell yeah, that's awesome. Right. Sometimes that's that's enough for somebody. And one, people need to be congratulated for that. So if you're listening to this and you woke up today <laughs> and you're like, you know what? You're listening to a podcast because I need to, you know, I'm proud of you. And you should be proud of you. Right. And Amen. sometimes it's as simple as going into the mirror, maybe being a little like crazy about it, but looking in the mirror and pointing to yourself and telling yourself, I am strong and I am capable. Right. I got out of bed today. Good for you. That's right. awesome. Right. I got out of bed and I took a shower. Yes. I got out of bed and I ate a meal. Yes. Right. But it's also I have food in my in my fridge. I have a roof over my house. I have um clothes on your back. Know, I'm I'm alive. I woke up. You know? Some people don't get that luxury right, right now. They or don't. they're getting a call that, you know, their loved one passed and they didn't get to be with them. Right. And that in it in and of itself almost feels like you die a little bit inside. Right. Because you you know, and I'm not saying that, you know, we need to like be, you know, in tune with those things and be grateful because, you know, other people have it worse because everybody's going through something and what everybody's going through is valid and none of it should ever be invalidated but it's it's celebrating everything you right. know life still goes on friends are getting pregnant and you know friends of mine are getting pregnant that's something to celebrate right and they feel like you can't because of the time that's like you can't right because life is just stopping people are still being diagnosed with cancer people but you know i mean people are still you know achieving things people are still doing good things right that without this pandemic quarantine going on would still you know occur people right are having birthdays i'm gonna have my birthday inside but yeah, my friend just had her birthday we did a virtual they did a virtual um zoom call for their birthdays and i'm like girl i'm like that's actually a really good idea gonna get a 12 pack of white claws i'm gonna have my first day off on may 17th i'm gonna drink all my white claws there you I'm go girl a blow up kitty pool and <laughs> bring it on my shady balcony and my butt is gonna be in that pool all day and i'm gonna get it out looking like a prune but i'm gonna love every minute every minute of it right every minute is that how i want to spend my birthday no 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 i, no, I don't think anybody uh, does but right it does and i feel like once everything is over we're gonna come out of this and love our friends so differently yet yeah. even more stronger but we are about out of time um okay so thank you so much for being oh, yeah. on here today and um again yes thank you <laughs> <laughs>